Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell. Thank you guys for tuning in um, on today, Sunday, January 12th. We are glad to have you here. Um, <clears throat> for those of you who are listening by the phone line, if you have a comment or a question, please be sure to um, press the option to speak with the host. And for those of you who are listening online, and if you have a question or a comment, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is... I'm going to bring my co-host, Denise Tamel, on so that she can greet you as well. Good evening, everyone, and once again, welcome to the show. Um, Just wanted to uh, greet you all and say once again, thank you all for joining us, and especially to all of our um, followers who join us in the uh, playback episodes. We want to thank you guys for um, coming in and joining us um, after we've completed our live show. So we thank you for continuing to uh, support us there in the playbacks. And just for you people who join us live but want to hear the show all over again, <laughs> thank you guys for checking us out again um, with the playback episodes. Absolutely. And just wanted to uh, throw this out there. You guys can catch us, of course, every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But, of course, right here on Block Talk Radio, you can also listen on iTunes. We are on Spotify, um, iHeartRadio. Oh, my goodness, there's so many others. I can't call them all on the top, off the top of my head. But I will definitely post that list out there on our Facebook page as well as our Instagram page so that you guys can tune in and uh, tell your friends, and they can tune in as well. So there will be plenty of options for everyone to hear Beauty Talk. Um, before we jump into tonight's conversation, we want to hear from our friends um, over at Friends Beauty Supply. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skincare, wigs and extensions, 
styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com, friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 818- 691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. We are back, and Denise has a little bit of beauty news for you guys, so we'll turn it over to her again for the beauty news. All right. Just very briefly, I wanted to talk about um, the Makeup Artists and Hairstylists Guild Awards uh, that, took, that took place yesterday. And uh, the Guild Awards are for um, uh, those members um, from Local 706 and also including members of Local 798. And these awards, are, again, are for uh, hair and makeup. And it took place in Los Angeles yesterday. And I just want to read off some of the winners uh, really quickly. Um, for Feature Motion Picture Best Contemporary Makeup uh, goes to uh, Bombshell. And the makeup artist on, on that uh, movie was Vivian Baker, Christina Waltz, and my friend Richard Rettlison. Uh Best best motion, I'm sorry, feature motion picture, best period and or character makeup goes to The Joker. And the makeup artist there, uh, Nikki Letterman, Tanya Ribolo, and Sunday Inglis. Feature oh, motion Sunday. picture, yeah. Feature motion picture best special makeup effects goes to Bombshell. Uh, the makeup artist there, um, Kazuhiro, Vivian Baker, and again, Richard Rettlesen. Feature motion picture best contemporary hairstyling, Bombshell. Bombshell was a big winner at the Guild Awards. Uh, <laughs> Bombshell, the hairstylist there, Ann Morgan, Jamie Lee McIntosh, and Adrutha Lee. And I believe I believe they are being considered for uh, an Academy Award, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then feature motion picture, best period and or character hairstyling. Uh, the winner is Downtown Abbey. We have Ann Nosh Olden, Elaine Brown, and Mark Pilcher. They're the winners there. Television and new media series, best contemporary makeup, Big Little Lies. Uh, Michelle Ratto and Aaron Aaron Good Rosenman, they were the winners there. Okay, television and new media series, best period and or character makeup, and the winner is Foss Verdon with Debbie Zoller, 
Dave Presto, you know Dave, and Jackie Rizzo. Yeah, I know Dave. They were the winners there. Yep, for best period in character makeup for a television and new media series. Then we have television and new media series best special makeup effects. Uh, the winner Chernobyl with Daniel Parker, Barry Gower, and Paul Spattery. Okay, television and new media series best contemporary hairstyling. Big Little Lies, Jose Zamora, Lorena Zamora, and Lona Vigi. Television and new media series, best period and or character hairstyling, goes to Foss Verdon. Hairstylists Christopher Fulton, Kristen Edwards, and Christine Cantrell. All the Chris's, (laughs) they were the winners there. Uh, motion picture or special made or special made for television best contemporary makeup Saturday Night Live of course um, and these are the um, the main team here again Louis Zakarian Amy Tagliamonte and Jason Milani congratulations to them they're 798 members uh, motion picture or special or special made for television best period and or character makeup. Again, Saturday Night Live, uh, Louis Zakarian, Amy Tagliamonte, and Jason Milani. Motion picture or special made for television, best special makeup effects. Uh, the winner again is uh, Saturday Night Live, Louis Zakarian, Jason Milani, and Tom uh, Tom Denier Jr. And for each of these, the Saturday Night Live, um, I think they're all from different episodes. So just wanted to mention that. Uh, Motion picture or special made for television. Best contemporary hairstyling. The winner goes to Dancing with the Stars, uh, Mary Guerrero, Kimmy Messina, and Gail Ryan. Motion picture or special made for television. Best period and or character hairstyling. The winner is Deadwood, the movie. Uh, Melissa Yonke, Lane Trezinski, and Jose Zamora. They're the winning hairstylist there. Okay, daytime television, best makeup goes to The Real. Um, Melanie Mills, Uzmi Kravoski, Matoko Hanjo Clayton are the winners there. That's a whole different team than I was expecting. Um, Daytime television, best hairstyling goes to The Real. Roberta Gardner Rogers. Noogie Tai and Ray Dotson, uh, they're the hairstylists there. Congrats, uh, Children and Teen. Yes, congratulations, Roberta. Uh, children and Teen Programming, Programming Best Makeup. Uh, the winner is a series of unfortunate events. Uh, Rita Sicozzi, Tanya Hudson, and Krista Seller. Children and Teen Programming Best Hairstyling. Um, again, a series of unfortunate events. Julie McCarthy and Diane Holmes. Commercials and music videos. Best makeup goes to Pose, the promo campaign. Carrie Herta and Sherry Lawrence are the winners. Commercials and music videos. Best hairstyling again goes to Pose for the promo campaign. Uh, Joe Mackey, Fernando Navarro, and Barry Lee Moe. They're the winners. Hairstylist there. Uh, theatrical production. Best makeup. Goes to Cats the Musical, Jackie Hicks, Sierra Peterson. Uh, theatrical production, Best Hairstyling, 
for Hamilton, uh, Charles LaPointe, and uh, Daryl Terry. And those are the winners. And, you know, what's so interesting is, when with when I'm as I'm reading the categories, I'm also seeing pictures um, from like mm-hmm. from these movies or television shows. <clears throat> and so when I'm reading like mm-hmm. best period in a character hair styling, and I'm looking at the photos, and I'm like amazed because the pictures are so beautiful, and you and you can really see why these people were um, nominated in these categories, but also why they they won in the categories. And it would have been interesting to see photos from from some of the other um some of the other nominees in that category but but just for the ones that did win we saw I, you know I see pictures as I'm reading it and it's it's absolutely beautiful. Well congratulations to all of them. Um some we know and some you know a lot of them we don't know but congratulations to all of them. Um and speaking of the Academy Awards those nominations will be announced tomorrow morning in LA. Yes. So yes. we'll be able to come on um, next Sunday and bring you um, at least, you know, those who were nominated. So looking forward to sharing that information. And just a quick um, announcement from PBA. For those of you who are interested in ISSE, the International Salon and Spa Expo, it is coming up, and there's still time for you to buy tickets um, ISSE Long Beach is coming up January 25th through the 27th. So if you haven't bought your tickets, please buy them right now. Um, actually, also during that, uh, that period of time, on January 25th, the NAHA, which is the North American Hairstyling Awards, um, will take place on January 25th, the first day of ISSE. And again, you can still buy tickets for that if you don't want to um, attend the whole entire um, ISSE show and you just want to go to the Naha Awards, you can buy a separate ticket for that, okay? And then also the day before ISSE begins, the California Compliance Symposium will take place. And again, that's an in-depth look at salon labor and wage law, and that takes place on the 24th. And of course, you can still register for that as well. If you, have, you need more information or if you want to go and purchase tickets, you can go to probeauty.org. Again, that's probeauty.org. Any, any other beauty news from you? That's it. All right. <clears throat> All right. So I wanted to uh, talk about tonight's topic. Last Sunday night, we had Tracy Moss. She's a hairstylist um, that we're friends with and that we know. She wrote a book called um, Styling by Faith. I read her book. Um, and for those of you who are interested in the book, you can go to Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. We're fortunate that we know Tracy and we worked with her last week, and she bought some books to work with her, so we were able to grab our copies fairly quickly. Um, I sat down and I read the book in a day, and there was a lot of things that she talked about that was kind of confirmation for me because, you know, throughout my 21-year career, I found myself um, in some of the same situations um, or looking at things 
and proceeding on my career journey in the same way. So it led, it was kind of reading that book is what birthed this conversation tonight. And I kind of wanted to just share some tips, um, tips for success, you know, in the beauty industry is what I'm, you know, focused on. But pretty much these tips can really be applied to any industry that you work in. doesn't have to necessarily be beauty, um, but it could be any industry that you work in. It just so happened that my sister and I, we happen to work in the beauty industry as well as in film and television, which is a big part of also the entertainment industry. So <clears throat> these tips um, kind of helped us in all of those areas. Um, and it's, it's pretty much how, how you obtain success. Um, and I'm not sure exactly, there's no particular order that I'm going to talk about these in, but I believe that they're all important in their, very, you know, in their own way. Um, <clears throat> and one of the things, this, this particular topic is, is fairly short. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it, but I myself, even to this day, am seeing the importance of having vision and having goals and, and writing those, those ideas and visions down and writing those goals down. It's so important in, in the writing of them, you know, maybe if you journal or if you use a planner, but writing those goals, your daily goals, your monthly goals, your weekly goals, um, your annual goals, um, writing those goals, writing those visions, everything that you decide that you want to do, write it down. Writing it down helps you to, one, remember it, even if it's just a thought that comes across your mind. But if that thought resonates with you and if that touches you in a particular way, write it down. Right. And review, you know, and review your goals often. Go back. If you write it down today, go back in a couple of days. Well, go back every day. Sometimes you write things down and you may totally forget all about it, but when you remember it, go back and look over it and see how things have changed since you first wrote it. If nothing has changed, then, then you're basically not doing anything or working toward those goals. Right. You know? You know, and so that's why I wanted to just pretty much say um, you have to you have to write your goals down. Anything, like I said, anything that crosses your mind that that sparks interest, um, and when you get excited about, you know, any vision that you have, any thought that you have, write it down. Go back and look at it. Think about it. Meditate on it. Process it. You know, what are the steps that you're going to take toward those goals? How do you turn your visions into goals or into a plan? You know, these are the things that you need to think about and and pray about. And one of the things um, with Tracy's book, also, you know, both my sister and I have done over the years and still try to incorporate is you have to um, – you have to include God in your plans, you know, and it's and you just have to make sure that your plans line plans. up with line up with his his plans. 
Are you getting right, feedback? Right, I would say, if, you know, if you're a believer, yes. Yeah, if you're a believer, exactly. Um, I thought I had a little feedback. Um, maybe I didn't. But like she said, if you are a believer, make sure those things line up with God's plans. So just wanted to just stress the importance of writing down your goals or just writing down, even if it's not a goal, but it's a thought, it's, it's something that gets you excited, write it down. Think about it, pray on it, meditate on it, um, you know, and, and figure what, try to figure out what the next steps are. Um, <clears throat> one of the other things that, that stood out yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, that's that's so true. It's so important. Like she like you said, to have vision. And then, you know, not just having vision, but again, like you said, writing it down and taking steps to achieve. Um, you know, if, if if what you're writing down is an actual goal, then definitely writing it down and coming up with a plan. A plan, like you said, the you know, the action steps to get to accomplishing you know, that goal. And, and then one thing that you said that was just so important, if you write it down and then go back to it later and see that nothing has changed from the time that you wrote it down, <laughs> it means exactly what you <laughs> said. You've done absolutely nothing. So if, if you plan to take this vision and this is a goal of yours and, and you're writing it down, you know, please do write down the steps of how you can actually achieve these goals. You know, because it, it yeah. becomes nothing more than nothing more than a thought if you're just, you know, having this vision and, and writing it down and, and you're just writing it down and not doing anything. You have to take the necessary steps and make the necessary changes to make something happen. And I think that's where Absolutely. a lot of people are now at, at this point. And I know, like, at the beginning of the year, every new year, people like to say a bunch of the same stuff that they say year after year you know, writing down your goals and your and your plans and your dreams and, and, and all of this stuff. But people, I think, get stuck in how to, you know, make things happen. And I think it's because that whole action part of it all, people get stuck on, well, what should I do first? And what they're forgetting to do is they're forgetting to write to write those steps down, those action steps. They're forgetting to write those down and taking those one step at a time until you achieve the goal that you want to achieve. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also wanted to stress the importance of relationships, maintaining great relationships. Um, And this is something that you could probably talk about the entire show, but it's very, very important to maintain great relationships because um, for so many reasons. One, uh, it'll keep you, depending on who, you know, who the person is, sometimes great relationships will keep you being, you know, continuing to be hired over and over again. Um, When you go on a job for the first time, and I'll use examples from being a film and TV makeup artist, but when you, go on a job for the first time and you don't know anyone, um, maybe maybe you send in a resume and the department head got your resume and you come in, you know, and you meet the department head for the first time, you meet the other people on staff for the first time. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's 
essential and very important that you, you know, you come in, you do your job, and you be nice to everyone. And that's just, that's not, not just only on jobs, but just, that's just part of being a good person in general. But, you know, um, following the leader's lead and coming in, you coming in, doing your job, um, just being, you know, just being the best artist that you can be on the job. And this doesn't, this part doesn't have anything to do with relationships. But what I'm saying is, it's just that when you come to your job, do the best job that you can do, you know, <clears throat> doing what you're told, being a team player, you know, and not giving, not giving uh, the department head or anyone else on staff the key any reason to not want to have you back. And as long as, you know, they like you and you're being called back, you know, maintain those relationships. You know, when you're always not, and I'm not, and that's not a, um, a green light to always, like, call the department head, call the, the key, and, you know, always reaching out about work. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying maintain those relationships because as the years go on, as the months go on and the years go on, people remember great relationships. And if if the department head likes you, they can refer you to other department heads who are looking for an artist. You know, and if you're always <clears throat> keeping in touch with the department head, the key, any of the other additionals who came to work that day, you know, but everyone always has something good that they can say about you, you know, and then you're keeping in touch with them and in your way, whatever, whatever way works for, you know, that relationship. Then you can move and you move on to the next. A lot of people, they like you. They'll they'll refer you to, uh, they'll refer you to the next department head or the next job, uh, or it could be, uh, you know, I I look at us for example when we were uh, first started out years and years ago, over 21 years ago. You know, some of the people that we started out with, the first department head that may have started out with. Um, some of the some of the same people that I worked with for the very first time on those first jobs, I'm still friends to this day with those same people, and those same right. people ha- have referred me to other jobs, um, and I've even referred some of them to other jobs, but they referred me to other jobs. Um, as the years go on, like some of your first few jobs, you may have met um, someone from the AD department who's now a director, um, and they right. remember you. Or they, or they may now be a producer, and they remember you, and they give you a, you know, they're calling you to come and department head their movies. Um, same thing with um, a, um, like a UPM, somebody that you've known for years, you know, that, that they've called you for years, um, and now you get a call from a UPM you, you don't know at all. And then when you may go in and talk with that UPM, they say, yeah, so-and-so referred me to you. That's a UPM that you've worked with for years, starting off earlier in your career. 
and they refer some they refer you to a UPM that you don't even know for another job. Right. So it's just you know it's just that kind of thing, and just you maintain those great relationships, and sometimes maintaining those relationships, you may never even you may work, uh, let's say five years ago with a particular producer or UPM or someone, and you may. I have a lot of noise in the background. Um, I'm not sure what that is. Wow. Um, <clears throat> but you may work for those, um, for someone like maybe five years ago and may not even see them or work with them again until this year. Because, you know, once you, you know, start working, everybody's working, everybody's on different projects some here locally, some, you know, other parts of the country or out of the country or whatever the situation may be, and you may not cross paths again, you know, for another five years or so. But those people remember who you are. Um, And every time you connect with that particular person, whether it's a director, whether it's a producer or a UPM or even another makeup artist, you know, it's always a good thing. It's always a positive thing. Um, it's, you know, that's what it's all about, maintaining those relationships. And each person that you meet, no matter what position they have, will be a part of your journey in some way, a part of your story in some way. And so that's why it's always good to be good to people. Um, help people. Absolutely. That's, um, that's what I was going to say. You know what um, I mean? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, it, it's definitely, you know, and you said it before that, um, you know, maintaining relationships with people can also get you, you know, the next job, but not necessarily the next job with, with the producer or director or whoever that you know. It could be with somebody that they know. And right. you don't know what it would lead to, but just because they like you, when they see something in you, they're willing to pass your name on because they believe in who you are and what you stand for. And so Mm -hmm. what you just said was exactly what I was going to say. I was waiting for you to finish. Um, But just, you know, being a good person, being kind to people, I mean, that goes so far and that can take you so far um, in your career and I'm not just saying going around saying, oh, be kind to people because you think that's going to take you far in your career. Because trust me, people can tell who's genuine and who's not, and who, you know, who's, who's doing it because they think it's going to get them somewhere. So you have to really be mm-hmm. true to that. If that's really you, then be you and be you always, you know, but it's, it's always a good thing to be kind uh, to people and to, you know, put forth your best effort at all times at work. You know, being a person of integrity and and just, you know, people Absolutely. should be able to, when, when somebody says your name, you don't even have to be in the room. But when somebody says your name, that should like, you know, thing, whoever's sitting in that room, if they know you automatically, different times and different situations that they that they interacted with you should pop into their heads because they're like, Oh wow, this is, she's a good person. She's really nice. She's really right. nice. You know what I'm saying? Those types of thoughts should be popping into their head. That's the kind of, you know, that's the, that's the 
lasting impression that you want to leave with people. And like you said, not just producers right. and directors, but the ADs on the show, the other, the hair person on the show, the script supervisor on the show. You want all of these people mm-hmm. on that show to remember you like that, because then when they go forth, they go on to do other things. A producer may come to them and say, "Hey, you ever work with any good makeup artists? Because we need a makeup mm-hmm. artist for our show, and you know we need to we need to call somebody. You know we need to get somebody quickly. Now you can, and that person can right. rattle off your name. So that's that's the thing. Absolutely. You want everybody to see you in a positive light when they hear your name. Absolutely, and I'll just share this quickly. Um, and it was just the other day <clears throat> we were working on a show where we're not even heading up the department. We're just, we're just there as um, additional makeup artists. And a, the UPM for that show is a UPM that we've worked with on another show. And he saw us and he walked up and he was with someone else. And he told the, uh, the young lady that he was with, she happens to be like the um, production supervisor, um, he happened to say to her, you know, these two right here, you know, you you would always want them on your team. And then he looked at me and he said, you know, the way that you two run your department and the way that you carry yourselves is remarkable. He was like, and I mean that. And he's like, and I know I tell you all that all the time. And he does all the time. When we're working together on a show where we're heading it up, he, whenever you, we see him, sometimes he'll say it. Um, and he, he tells us that all the time, which I think is great because some people will see, will see the same thing that he says. They may not ever say it, but they'll keep calling you back, you know. But he says it all the time, and it's just always good to hear because a lot of times you don't realize what people think about you. You don't know it. You don't realize it. You don't even know that they're watching you like that. That's another thing. That's another reason why it's always important because you don't know who's watching you and what, you know, and how they feel about you. Sometimes people call you back to work. Like, for instance, when I say call you back, I just mean, like, for instance, if there's a show and there's another season coming or if there's a show, um, if there's like a movie or something and, and, you know, you're one of the few makeup artists that they know. Sometimes people call you back, not because they necessarily want you back. Sometimes people call you back because they have no choice. Nobody else is available or they don't have, you know, they don't have an extensive list of makeup artists that they can pull from. So they pull, they pull who you know. But when somebody calls you back to work because of compliments like he gave us the other day, <clears throat> that's a good thing. Not only that, but he just told someone else who's in a position to hire, you're going to want these two on your team. It's that kind of stuff right. that will keep you working. Right. And that's, the, that's the kind of thing that you want. This is a, and this is a man that, you know, we have conversations with. We have, pers- you know, about work. We have personal conversations with you know, so so when you get to a point where, like I said, I'm just using film and TV as an example, um, but when you when you have when you can talk to someone in his position, 
personally, because these people have so much that they have to do during during the day. Nobody has time really to be, you know, uh, sitting around talking, you know, but if someone would take the time (laughs) to sit around and talk personal things with you, that's, to me, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. So I just wanted to use that quickly as an example, but you, you mentioned one thing when you just commented on that, you said, be a person of integrity. And that was another um, tip that I wanted to share is integrity is everything. 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 I'm telling you, you need to be a person of integrity because, you know, your what do I want to say? Your your reputation depends on it. Um, you want to be somebody that people can trust, right? Um, you know, you want to be somebody that's that's honest. Um, you know, when you have uh, people who are superior or above you as far as position is concerned. When they know that if they hire you, they know they don't have a thing to worry about. They know that you're honest, you're going to do the right thing with, your, with, the, with the money that they're giving you, the budgets that you have to handle. Um, they know that um, anything that belongs to the production, <laughs> they will have when the production is over. You know, they're going, to know, they're going to know that if they approach you about something and ask you about something, that you're going to be honest. Um, and not only, not only somebody who's, who's above you in position, but also the people who work right along with you, right beside you. Um, it's good when you hire a team of people, and when they come in to work with you, they feel very comfortable about who their leader is. Right. You know what I'm saying? They know that um, <clears throat> that you're going to be someone who does the right thing, that they're going to they feel comfortable in knowing that you're honest and you're in, and you're not trying to in any way um, get over on them or whatever the situation could be. They expect nothing but positivity from that department head, from that leader. Um, I can't really say enough enough about integrity. I mean, I'm sure you agree. Oh, definitely, definitely. Because, I mean, you, like you just said, they, they expect positivity from that department head because, you know, that department head and hopefully the, the department head staff is a reflection of the department head. Mm-hmm. Because again, the actors are um, the hair and makeup are normally the first people besides the AD are the first people that the actors see during the day. So hair and makeup they have to set that tone. They need positive right. energy around them. They need positive energy around them. They need good people around them. They need people who are going to you know tell them the truth. Not, you know, not sugarcoat things just because they're the actor. You know, they need people who, who are going to be real with them, tell them the truth, and, you know, just just give them the space to, to you know, because a lot of times actors come in in the morning, they have a lot on their minds. They're dealing with family situations. Um, some may have kids. Some may need to breastfeed. 
um, you name it. Actors are, you know, they're there to act, but they're, they're also still real people and they have real situations going on in life. So if, if, if you can create that positive environment on that hair and makeup trailer, that is the best thing for the actor. That's the best thing to help the whole crew get through the day quickly. If you can get those actors out and on time, and I know I'm going a little far with this, but I'm just I'm just show, saying how, um, just trying to show how important some just little things are. Because when you're able to do that, then that's when the UPMs, the directors definitely appreciate you. Uh, the UPMs definitely appreciate you because now we can make our day. We can be on time. They're not spending extra money because we're going into double overtime and things like that. So every little thing that you do is so important. Who you are is so important, and that's why I think it's so important for um, productions to hire the right people, like really do the work to research and hire the right people and not just putting people in position because they are a friend of a producer or they are a friend of whoever. You know, I just think hiring hiring the right people for these shows will make a big, big difference and will go a very long way. And like, just like you said, the UPM, when he stopped us the other day and he had that uh, production supervisor with him, you know, things like that happen when you're a good person. Things like that happen when, when they see that you're a good person, not because they're standing there over your shoulder all day, every day. It's because again, right. You're getting the actors through without any problems. You're working together with the hair department without any problems. Nobody's coming back to them saying, we have this situation, we have that situation. People aren't complaining, and that's how they know <laughs> that what you do is good. Not just that, UPMs, they talk. They talk to actors. Yeah. Not just that, that's actors right. talk to them. When, when it's time mm-hmm. to bring the show back the next season or whatever, they ask the actors. You know, did you have any issues with anybody? Who do you want to come back? Who do you not want to come back? They talk. Mm-hmm. So don't think that whatever happens in that hair and makeup trailer stays in that hair and makeup trailer because it doesn't. That's right. It gets back to the powers to be. And they decide if they want to hire you the next time around or not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. And just like you said, I mean, that's the only, like I said, they're not around you. I mean, how many times? How many times out of one season, for instance, if a show is like three to three and a half months, how many times in that season do you see the UPM? Besides, in the beginning, right. when you're prepping, you know, you may see the UPM a few times at lunch in the lunch line, you know, if you're if you're shooting at stage or something like that near the near the production right. office. But you you right. rarely you rarely see the well. No, I can't say that because some well movies. On movies, you may see the the UPMs on set every day, but yes. a lot of times on TV show on TV shows, no. you're not gonna see the UPM. If you see the UPM, it's at the end of the night when they're coming. Now at this point of time, it's at the end of the night, and they want you to finish. They want the uh, director to go ahead and finish because the clock is mm-hmm. running down, you know, and time is of essence mm-hmm. and. The longer, the, the longer they keep shooting, the more money they have to pay out. That's when you'll see the UPM at, at the end of the night. But even at that point right. in time, they're not, they not thinking about you and what's going on in your department. 
Right. They're worrying about this 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 director finishing up so they don't have to pay any extra overtime or whatever the situation may be. So you rarely see them. So just like you're saying, you know, the conversations that they have with some of these actors tell them everything they need to know about what went on in that department throughout the whole season. And you have no idea what's going on. You have right. no idea that, that, you know, anything's going on. That, you know, um, and just like you said, as long as they don't have to hear, you're not coming to them with any complaints. You're not, um, nobody's coming to them about complaints about you. Um, they, they, you know, they don't want it. They don't even want to have to deal with that. So the fact that you're not bringing that kind of drama to them, they're ecstatic. They're so happy they don't know what in the world to do. Because, again, the UPM is in charge of the whole show. Do you know how many departments there is on a film set? You know, so they don't want to have to, you know, put out fires in every department. So, right. Um, it's, it's, it's essential to, to uh, do the right thing and, and, and just be good people, be a person of integrity, you know, um, maximize every relationship that you have in any way that you possibly can without being a nuisance, without being um, bothersome, um, again, staying positive and just doing the right things. Well, one, of the, one of the key things I wanted to talk about is positioning yourself to succeed. And when you think about that, people are like, well, how do you position yourself? Well, what do you mean by positioning yourself? And, you know, you hear us all the time say, you know, um, study your craft. You hear us say that a lot. Um, Well, of course, that is one thing. But continuing to always study your craft is a great way to put yourself in position to maybe achieve a job at a higher level um, or to get that next job. Um, You hear us talk on this show all the time about how um, we've attended IMATS since 2001, IMATS LA since 2001. Um, We've been um, fans of that show for years. We we attend shows of IMATS, different parts of the country, and also in London. Uh, we are IMATS junkies, and one of the reasons is because when we first started out, we went to our. Um, it was actually a my when I was in makeup school, my instructor talked about IMATS, and she showed me a she showed the class a product that a friend of hers brought back for her from IMATS because she wasn't able to go, and so when I asked her what it was, um, I mean, what was I, Matt? She shared that with me, and I became interested. And um, I remember going to talk to a makeup artist at CNN in D.C., and he mentioned IMATS, and I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, there that go, there it goes again. Now he's talking about it. And so I asked him about it, and he basically told me, like, you have to go. And I made it my business uh, that year that I was going to IMATS. So I said all that to say is that, that show has been everything to us and for us. Um, 
you can't go and pay, let's say, I think sometimes it would be like maybe $60 for the entire weekend, um, or that might have even been the full price, and we paid discounted prices like $50 or, or $45 or whatever for the entire weekend, where you get two days Yeah, because I think if you, just, if you got your tickets early enough, it was a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could get two days of unlimited education classes on top of classes on top of classes. And then, of course, there's the shopping aspect where you can buy product, but you can't pay that kind of money and get several classes. And when I say classes, these weren't no job time classes. You know what I mean? This wasn't something where you always just sat and because now, nowadays sometimes some of these trade shows you go and it, it's pretty much the artist promoting a product, doing a makeover, promoting a product. Oh, my God. Now, back then, if you wanted to learn how to lay on hair, facial hair, beards, mustaches, things like that, there was a class. With, a, with with an artist teaching how to lay on hair, you know, stuff that if you were to go and pay for today, first of all, it, they would break it down into two days, and then it would cost you almost $1,000, you know. So it's just like that was everything to us, to be able to go in, learn all these different techniques. And it's just, it was in, you know, that one weekend, taking all these classes, being exposed to these different products that we needed to have as film and TV makeup artists in our kits that we may have never known about anywhere else or learned about because this is stuff you can't buy at a department store. You know, so it, the experience and the education that we got was <clears throat> just unbelievable. And that's why, to this day, I still continue to support um, that trade show because of what IMAX gave to to us year after year after year. Um, So, but education, continuing to um, take classes, that's something that should never stop. Every opportunity you get, you should try to take a class to learn some new technique, you know, even if you're not in film and TV, if you're, you know, in fashion or editorial makeup, whatever it is, whatever applies to, to you know, to what you're doing, always try to learn something. Now, a lot of times people have classes online, you have, you know, you have LinkedIn learning, um, which you can go into almost any category and have classes you know, if you're an accountant, you can go in there and find accounting classes. If you're a lawyer, you can go in there and find law, law classes. You know, if you're a photographer, you can take photography classes. If you are whatever you are, a mechanic, you can take mechanic-type classes. So LinkedIn Learning is, is um, it's, it's a very good resource, um, but continuing your education is a must. That's one of the things that will help position you to go further in your career. Um, another thing, uh, and we talked about it already, but I always say also that having right relationships, not just maintaining relation, good relationships, but having right relationships. Sometimes you have to take a look at who's in your circle. Um, and, and I'm not yeah. saying that, you know what I'm saying, but I'm not, I'm not saying that everybody 
in your circle has to be somebody that can do something for you. You know, relationships are not always about what I can do for you, what you can do for me. But in some small ways, there should be somebody in your circle that can do something for you. So what and when I and when I say that what I mean is is that you linking up with like-minded people, linking up with people who not only are like-minded but people who are interested in doing and achieving some of the same things that you're interested in doing and achieving. You know what I mean? People who are going in the same direction. You, you ought to have people like that in your circle, even though you may have some people who are just your, just your regular old homegirl or your friends or whatever, that's right. fine. But you need some people in your circle that can help you get to that next level. Yeah, because if, if you don't have somebody in your circle that can help you get to the next level or who can do something for you, then you have the wrong circle. Mm-hmm. You have the wrong circle because, yeah. you know, you're just going to continuously stay in that same spot because they can't teach you anything new. They don't know more than you. You have to be around, have, have to be around some people who are smarter than you or, you know, who, mm-hmm. who, who, you know, who can get you in different doors than you can get yourself in. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's absolutely right. You have to be able to um, be able to <clears throat> adjust adjust when it comes to the people in your circle. Um, and it's all and it's all it's also about doing something that you haven't done before. And if you have that same group, you're still sitting there looking at each other, saying what you're going to do. And then year after year after year, you're still repeating the same thing. Nothing. Right. Talking. You know what I mean? Right. So you, you have to associate, associate yourself with some doers. Mm-hmm. And people who are, or people who are willing, um, willing to get up and, and help make things happen. Right. And, right. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, we can go, I could go on and on about other ways to position yourself, but I think some of those are some of the the main things um, to take a look at. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things, another way of positioning yourself, is doing something new, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Doing mm-hmm. something new, attempting something new. There may be a technique that you've never tried, and you 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 um you fear it. You oh I I'm not good at it. I don't want to. Why don't you just break down and try to learn it and do it? And it may not be the best, because guess what? For those of us who may have tried that same technique or whatever the situation is, we all weren't perfect at it when we first started, you know. But right. the more we did it, the more practice we had, the better that we got with it. I say do something new because it, and I'm going to use, for instance, like let's say, for instance, um, effects, out of the kit effects. If you're not, if you're, if your main focus in this business, in the beauty industry is beauty, 
Well, you know, as a film and TV makeup artist, there may be a time that you may have to do some out-of-kit effects. Why not try it? Attempt it. Because now that makes you more well-rounded as a film and TV artist. And the more well-rounded you are, the more opportunities you'll get to work. It's all about positioning yourself. But positioning yourself is not necessarily always about being in the right place. So positioning yourself is going to take work and effort from you. So I would love to talk more about, uh, about this topic and this subject, but we are four minutes away from running out of time. Um, but I just think I wanted to share some things just um, just for, so some of our listeners can just take the opportunity just to kind of think about things and reevaluate some things. Because, um, you know, right now, this time of year, everybody's doing vision boards and planners and making New Year's resolutions and some of the same right. things that we do year, year after year after year. I just wanted to, at the top of the year, top of the year let's start thinking about success and how we're going to be successful in this new year. Let's start yes. thinking about some things that maybe maybe some things that when we talk about success, we never mention integrity. When we talk about success, we right. never talk about relationships. When we talk about success, we never talk about positioning yourself or your visions and goals. You know, it, it, maybe the visions and goals, your goals might be the one thing you talk about when you talk about success, but nobody's thinking about integrity. You know, right. nobody's thinking about who they, who they have in their circle. Um, so just want to give you guys some little nuggets that you could think about and start trying to make the proper adjustments in your life and in your career. You know, Absolutely. so hopefully, hopefully that helped someone this evening. Again, don't forget ISSE Long Beach, January 25th through 27th. It's coming up quickly. So if you still need a ticket, you can still go out and purchase one. Okay, go to probeauty.org for tickets and more information. Um, next week, we will be out of town, but we're going to still come and bring, uh, give you guys those um, Academy Award nominees. So we will still be on air. may not be an entire hour show, but we'll still be on air to give you those Academy Award um, nominations. So stay tuned for that. Uh, why don't you tell them quickly where they can find us on social on social media? Okay. You can find us on Facebook, we're Beauty Talk Online Radio. On Twitter, we're Beauty underscore Talk. And on Instagram, we're Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media. And then you can follow Janice on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just with her name, Janice Tunnell, J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And then you can follow me, Denise, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram just by my name. Denise Tunnell, D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.